Welcome to On the Record, episode 225. Today we sit down with special guest Gina Madrid. Music, life, and you style. Art. Listening. You. Music, life, you, and you style. Art. Listening to. On the record. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for having me. You're in your hometown during your city's best weather at a local food joint and music starts to play. That is very interesting. I have a lot of restaurants that I really like back in Mexico. They will always have traditional music, uh, mariachi or cumbia, la sonora dinamita. The, and what restaurant is it? I believe it was La Cosquilla. I mean, it was more of a bar. Okay, bar food. Wine bar and just like appetizers. You're in Guadalajara, Mexico, right? Right, so Guadalajara, Mexico. What is the weather? Oh, weather is beautiful, always there. I will say 80 degrees. 80 degrees, sunny out. Sunny outside, everyone with their tank tops and just having a good time. Nice, <laughs> nice. If your music were a color, what color would that be? Black. Because I feel like... I have a lot of darkness in my music. Okay. And what I mean by darkness is I speak on a lot of topics okay. that are not really what a lot of us would like to hear, but are necessary to spread the message out. And so that's why your sound would be black. Right. Right? That's Takes why you to the I abyss. Black. Right. <laughs> nice. If you had to build a team of music superheroes, who would be in your squad of five? Your team. Eminem. Dr. Dre, in the Latin community, I will say, hmm, Natiju, um, Immortal Technique. Immortal Technique. Name one instrument that best describes your sound right now. Bass. It's because of, again, the darkness of my sound. I feel like it's more experimental. If I have enough bass, there's a connection, you know. There you go. I like bass. Nice. And if you were talking about another instrument, my I will say saxophone. Yes. I was listening to the Esperanza EP. Mm -hmm. And by the way, all profits from this project go to the Oakland International High School. Correct. It's very hip-hop a la experimental. Mm -hmm. Thank you. It's, it's very different. It's it, Not only is it conscious music, oh. but the music, the rhythms, the, the textures of your music, very, very soulful, very raw so interesting that you catch that all that from your music. Spanish and English conscious lyrics. I think it's really, really unique. Definitely represents a very significant part of the Bay Area. The Art of Letting Go. I think it's a really good song, The Art of Letting Go. Can you tell us a little bit about who contributed to this really great song? Uh, this is a song that was produced by my son. He produced half of my record. And... Also, Gift of Gab from Black Alicious, mm -hmm. Bay Area well-known group that right. I totally admire and respect. And Naima Shalhoub, who is also an amazing artist from the Bay Area. She does a lot of organizing and activism. And I brought several musicians on that song as well, you know, on board once everything was laid out. And it's like, oh, I feel like he needs a little guitar here. So yeah. I that in. This song was very organic, you know? It, it's like yeah. one day I just, I'm friends with Gift of Gav, 
And one, we were like been talking for about collaborating on that particular song for a while. Uh, not that particular song, but just in a song in general. For this and EP? For or whatever. Just, okay, Just like gotcha. let's collaborate on something. But yeah. his schedule, my schedules, we were just like all over the place. But one day's like, hey, do you want to come in for enchiladas? Hey. And that's... <laughs> enchiladas. <laughs> that was the hook. Yeah, there you go. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, we like ended up eating dinner. Like, so what? Let's work. So yeah. we literally, you know... We wrote our parts with, uh, I think it was like an hour and a half session that we had. And he came up with the hook that Naima Shalhoub sings. is mm. written by Gift of Gab. The session. Mm. And songs usually translate the way you, you, you the experience of the process. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if a song sounds rushed, chances are it was rushed. You right. Know? And you can hear that. You can hear everything on a, on a record. You can hear the whole process. The sound of the art of letting go sounds very organic, like you said. It flowed right. What about the song We Are One? Uh, the production of We Are One is very, um, uh, it, it just grabs you. It, it pulls you into the Esperanza EP. I think having that song at the end of the sequence allows people to be like, hmm, let me listen to this again. Hmm. And then you start listening from the beginning all the way to the end. Great. <laughs> yeah. Who have been some of your inspirations in the creative realm of art expression? I feel like it, I get inspiration from literally everything that I leave, not necessarily from artists. I feel like I get inspiration from my people in the community. I get inspiration from all the issues that are happening. I get inspired by the youth. Um, and artists, a huge amount of artists in the Bay Area that are so inspiring, talented, and committed, and just giving their art the fullest, that that itself is inspiration to me. I had no idea that hip-hop was a culture. Hmm. I just thought it was just music. And I was in Mexico. I was probably like 13, 14 years old. And and I was like, whoa, what are they saying? They're talking about real stuff, you Hmm. know? like, And... That, of course, you know, it came across with the whole listening to Cypress Hill, Tupac, KRS-One, Public Enemy, which I was listening to, but I didn't have a clue what they were saying. Mm. But there was something about the music that it hit my heart. Like, it was just the sound, something special. My first song that I wrote was inspired by my dad who passed away, and which I'm planning on releasing it on my next record coming out. Nice. Um, and just like really very detailed uh, storytelling topics. Mm. And I remember this one time when I performed one song. My mom had no clue I was going to perform that song at her restaurant where she was working. And she stepped out of the kitchen when she heard my voice. And I was literally rapping that song about HIV, which I used to curse a lot. And there was just like full with um, older people because it's a bar, mm. so, you know. And I remember the face my mom made. It's <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah, so that was that was very interesting. But I feel, I mean, I feel that, um, you know, inspiration comes from, from not just artists, but, you know, my lifestyle and things that I want to accomplish inspire me to write. Things that I see inspire me to write. Um, the issues that we're going through, it's a huge inspiration. I mean, my music is based on... I, I will say, like, it's activist. It's activism. It's pretty much a, how will you call that? 
there is no way I could make music if I am not doing activism at the same time because I use my music as a way of expressing the issues. Right. You know, like there is no way that I would write a song if I wasn't aware of what was going on in the street. To see what is really going on, to really try to make a difference and not just put it on the music, but try to go out there and inspire somebody to make that change. Right. I mean, I feel like music, it's the biggest way of shaping people's mind and educating people because when I listen to music, I don't just listen to a beat. I'm listening to the words. Mm-hmm. And if you're able to project the message that you want to you know, give to the people, then you got it because you're reaching a huge audience. And to me, that's like, you know, to me, my music, if I reach 10 people, that's a win. You yeah. know, to me, 10 people listen to that and I inspire them. That's a win for me. If I inspire a thousand people, 100,000 people, it's like I'm making a difference because I know the people is listening and that opens up dialogues, that opens up a lot of conversations around certain topics that we need to have and a lot of discussions that we need to be having. And I feel like music is so powerful. It's the most powerful way to communicate to people about the issues that are not really told in a way that we can understand. There you go. Tell us about DJ Shadow and who else is involved in this body of work Esperanza EP. That collaboration happened also very, I mean, that's already a written song by him. I happened to reach out to him. I don't even remember how I got his contact. But you did. Remember, but I got, I mean, I met him. Yeah. We talked and I asked him, I love this song and I wrote to it. You know, it's like, (laughs) it was just like one of those songs that is, I really need to write to this. So I was like, I already had everything written. I had, you know, the production was already, but I, and then that's when I came, I was like, I have to have this conversation and ask like, you know, officially like this is going to go on my record. And he was just very humble about it. He's like, I am very, you know, humble that you like my, my music and you can have full permission. He contacted me with his camp um, yeah. to clear all, you know, everything. Right. Universal. And all the rights and all, all that. the rights. So it was, it was a little, you know, it was a, a kind of like a long process. But I was just very humbled that he, you know, he gave me the opportunity to just really make it official. Thank you for joining us on this episode of On the Record. We have special guest Gina Madrid in the studio, and we're talking everything music. So how fundamental is music to your existence? Oh, I don't really think I can make any move without, without music in my life. I feel like it's, it's what gives me life. I feel like it's... Um, It's just a pleasure that nothing else or no one else can give me. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like my music and myself have this connection that I, it's just magnetic. You know, it's like, it's more of an outlet, I will say, to come out of how I'm feeling about certain things and to talk about everything that I need to say, even if it's sad, happy, right. you know, whatever. Like, it's just, it's, I just know that it's me and it's... Even it's therapy. It's point, yes. It's, it's therapy. therapy. It's totally therapy. Yeah. Take us through that epiphany moment in which the significance of music in your life was presented. That moment when a fire was ignited in you to be a part of music. When I was 13. 
Um, but listening to this group in Spanish is what really motivated me to feel that really strong connection and to really give me that need of like, this is what I want to do. And I mean, when you don't have anything really but dreams and I mean, just going through a lot of things in life, you know? Yeah, just life. Just life in general. Like I, I always knew that I love writing. That's one thing that I, I knew. I just love it. I love, you know, I had that since I was little throughout my elementary school time. And But I found that music gave me the voice that I didn't have. You know, it made me like it helped me shape myself in a way that I wasn't aware that I was able to do it. You know, like it helped me see things that I didn't see. It helped me, you know, do things that I didn't do and just kind of like shape my mind in a way that I would never be able to do if it wasn't for music. Like it makes you go deep within yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It makes you, it, it allows you to be in tune with your emotions. Yeah. Very in tune, you know, it's like you can you can actually write a soundtrack of your whole life and go back to that particular song that you wrote when you were 13 years old and it will take you there mm -hmm. automatically. Yeah. It takes you to the details. Yes. That's, that's to me amazing. And yeah. if I can do that with my music, man, I'll be writing my whole life. Tell us about the Mujeres Trabajando Collective. Mujeres Trabajando Collective, that's a collective that was, uh, it started with Jimbo from Mexico and JCP, they are the, the founders. And I was running when I met Jimbo uh, at La Peña, we performed together and she brought me in to be a part of the collective, even though it's in Mexico, right. you know, it's a collective that still support women in general. Like it's just the fact that it's mainly women in Mexico doesn't mean that they can bring other female women and be a part of it. So. Um, it's a collective that supports women in hip-hop and not just hip-hop music, hip-hop hip -hop culture. Uh, there is breakdancers, there's graffiti writers, um, rappers, and DJs. So it's, I believe it's nine members right now. And the thing is, like, since I'm here, the cool thing about it is, like, every time someone drops something, you know, the collective, everyone shares it. It's amazing, you know. Have you ever pursued any music training or education? Um, you know what? That's so funny that you asked me that because I have been wanting to take, you know, like singing lessons. I want to take some piano lessons. And I am planning on getting involved in uh, production. Nice. Which I'm already... I'm already in the process. I'm learning machine. I mean, I like mixing my own stuff and then give it to someone that's going to make it even sound better. Uh -huh. But I like, I'm very particular when it comes to how I sound and what I would really want to hear in my vocals. Mm -hmm. And that's the one thing I do love. And, you know, I enjoy doing is mixing. Nice. And I just feel because it's like you kind of want to have yourself sound exactly the way you want to sound it's creative control and no one can do that unless you know how you want it. that's you know? right that's as right as you know yeah i mean music it's my passion and the more you know the better you can offer to the people the best you can offer to the people if you actually know that are familiar with everything any challenges you have encountered or continue to encounter now in the pursuit of making music um I feel like my biggest challenge is time, having time to create, you know. I have a full-time job. 
I have my son. And, you know, there's like all these other things in life that just kind of like don't really give me the time that I would love to have to just simply make music. Like if it was for me, I'll be making music, you know, day to night. You've performed with Ghostface Killer, Mob Deep, DJ Premier, Immortal Technique. Who else? Um, well, anything else? Um, I got the opportunity to perform with um, Macklemore back in the days, nice. like seven years ago, and that was great. Um, yeah, like you say, Mob Deep, KRS One, mm. Ana Tiju. Um, La Mala Rodriguez. Wow, really? La de Palo. Yeah, who else? Gonwana from Chile. Um, I mean, I have had, I gotta say, I'm very, I, I feel thankful, you know? I feel thankful to have the opportunity to share the stage with people that I love. And even if a lot of these artists, I don't really listen, I, actually, I do listen to all their music, but there's some artists where it's like, it's not really what I'm listening to right now, but I still respect their trajectory. As an artist. I respect them as artists. I respect yes. their hustle. I respect right. what they're doing and their vision. And Has there ever been a moment in your career that you've thought about quitting music? Never. 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 That's the one thing I would never. Like, why? Because that's like killing me. Music makes me. And... I feel like if I ever had to leave music for whatever reason, my life will be nothing. You wow. Know, I need music to to be happy, to be myself, to just in general, you know? As simple as that. Yeah. That's it. What has been the most satisfying moment in your career this far? Hmm. Um, I feel that, um, the energy of the people, you know, whenever you stepped on the stage and you know that, um, a lot of people is not really there because they come in to see you as you're not headlining. Mm -hmm. But when you step on a stage that you have no clue how the audience is going to treat you, how they're going to like your music, are they going to boo you? Are they, you know? Mm -hmm. I have not had that experience with any audience on every show that I, you know, that I that I do and that I share with whoever or even if I by myself. I feel like the audience is just this energy that I can't not get from anybody else. You know, it fits my soul. It's like I need that to to give more. You yes. know, it's just like a mutual gift. Yes. You know, like you give me a gift. 10,000 times more than what you're giving me. So I feel like that, that um, pleasure is, it's major. There you go. <laughs> That's it. If you could go back in time and give a younger you some advice about this musical journey that you're on, what would that advice be? Never stop. You know, never stop trying. Never stop pushing for your dreams. Never stop. Um, Never stop knocking on doors, regardless if they shut you down. Um, I did not have advice when I was growing up. You know, I pretty much grew up on my own. So 
because my dad passed away and my mom was always working. So I was the one taking care of my, my brothers. <laughs> yeah. So I, I wished I had that. You know, I wish that I, when I was growing up, I had my mom telling me, go push for your music. And I feel like if I had that in my life, I would probably be moving faster on things that I want to accomplish. It would have but, given you the confidence. Oh my God. Yeah. Like that would be, that would have made a huge difference. Yeah. You know, and I mean, just having the resources, you know, I did not have any resource. I mean, just like recently, like a couple, three years ago, I was finally able to set up my own uh, studio setup. If I had that back in the day, so oh my God, <laughs> like, you know, yep. it would have been amazing. Right. But hey, you know, like all we can do is just like, yeah, look at the past. Move forward. And move forward. You got to move forward. Yeah. Learn from your mistakes and, you know, be with the people that that share positive uh, things into your life. That help you, know? you grow. Yeah, that help you grow. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's the way you can grow the best. What's your connection to Jose James and Fantastic Negrito? Uh, Jose James. Well, no, I don't really have much of a connection with Jose James. I do, um, I do booking promotion for uh, different entertainment companies. So, and Jose James is just... I love his music. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to say that. I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna say that. I love his music. Yeah. Uh, we know each other. We met. Uh, we talked. And every time he comes to town, i pretty much there and say hi. Nice. My connection with him. Uh, with Fantastic Negrito, I met him. Uh, well, I saw him first playing at First Friday a while yes. ago. Yeah. He used to play on the streets. Mm -hmm. um, the funny thing is, like, I, I don't think we ever spoke. I think whenever he won the NPR competition, he had a, an art show at his place where he used to host um, a lot of art shows, events, and bring you know artists, installations, and whatnot. So I met him at his at one of his art shows, and we just started talking. You know, like he's very talkative, very very cool person, and I truly respect his hustle. The hustle. He used to play on Bart. Right. I mean, by his story, is just like, it's inspiring. It is very inspiring. Yeah. Yes, it really is. Yeah, totally. I mean, he's like right now, uh, we were talking about collaborating. We're finally getting in the studio and see what, I mean, we don't even know what we're doing because that's how art works. Yeah. It's like having a baby. Like we were just yeah. talking about that. I was <laughs> in the studio with him and he's like, you know, a song can take from a day to two years. But when you're having a song, it's like having a baby. You're giving birth to this yeah. sound and this unique uh, message. Message, you know. So it doesn't matter how long it takes, you know. Like it's it's just what you're giving, and you need to make sure that it's right and not rushed. And no rush. So we're not rushing. We just started the process, and we will see what happens. <laughs> You have been listening to On the Record with special guest Gina Madrid on episode 225. Tell us where we can find you on social media. Uh, you can find me on Facebook as Gina Madrid dash Raji um, and Twitter as Raji. <laughs> and you can check my website at ginamadrid.com. Put us on some game. What albums, what songs, or artists are you listening to right now? 
Um, I'm actually listening to Fantastic Negrito, which is kind of hey. crazy. I can't stop listening to that album, The Last Days of Oakland. Gina Madrid from Oakland via Guadalajara, Mexico. Thank you for listening to On the Record, episode 225. If you are digging the episode and you have something to say, please let me know. I'm on Twitter at Kid Ninja Los. You can also comment here below. Thank you for listening to On the Record.